The Fae Forge Academy is a campus with many strange things. The ruins house the spirits from those of ages past. The song of Ilval Holland brings magic and life. The mystery of the tree is only the beginning, though. There is an intersection of the plains and heavenly lights, the whispers in times of sleep, the strange librarian and bookkeepers, a mysterious meeting between two figures, a strange gold ring seen on the hands of a ghost and a living person, and a screech that pierces the air and the soul. What more lies ahead for our students as they step further into the Fay Forge Academy? A scream pierces the air. Il Vaxhall, the birch dryad professor of song and wordsmithing, vanishes into the grove of trees. The screech fades into silence, and there is a stillness that hangs over the outer school grounds. The form of Il Vaxhall reappears from the tree a moment later, her voice soothing. She bends down and sings a quiet song to the ground as a small plant sprouts, and she plucks three berries off the freshly born branches. It's okay, young ones. The Everwood and the Academy will keep you safe here. Eat these. They will calm your nerves as she hands these berries to Ashrin and Kaz and Ariadne. She looks over at Rinny and says, uh, Rinny, would you please escort them back back to their rooms? I'll take one of the berries, but as I eat it, can I reach my hand down and just cast Druidcraft just to help the teacher like calm the little sprouts and then I'll walk back with them. Yeah, and why don't you just roll an Arcana check just to see how, how helpful that is. Mm, 13. Yeah, so as you kind of lean down, um, what does your druid craft look like? What is that? Um, I think for this one, I'm going to pull some elder and elements into it, and I'm going to make it seem like, if you allow this, dew kind of going across them, but it's like warm and welcoming dew. It's not like cold and sad dew. Yeah, so you see see them kind of start to peek up out of the the grass again. And Ovax all looks at me and says, thank you. What you do notice is in that two or three minutes that Ilvaxal was gone, you do notice there is a, like a gash on her leg and there's like sap kind of coming out of it. And after she does the thing with the, with the good berries, which you do as you eat that, you, you kind of feel that the, this warmth and magic from, from this berry that calms you. And then she kind of touches her, her own leg and, and you hear another little sing song as you watch some of that bark kind of regrow. And she says, thank you for your help. I have some things I think I need to attend to. And Rennie says, well, uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's get out of here. I don't really want to be a part of whatever this is. And, uh, and leads you back to your kind of common room. I feel calmer after eating the good berry, but I'm definitely like looking over my shoulder and making sure that we don't see anything else or I don't hear any of those screams as, as we go back to our rooms. You don't. So now I'm going to cut over to Besky. So during this kind of day when, um, 
Ashrin and Kaz and Ariadna were off getting a tour from Rini. You, your first full day was actually spent mostly with your father. He showed you the campus. Uh, you met a few of the other professors. Your father took you to lunch with Professor Rindall Freywater, who's the head of spell scripts and runology, where the professor told you all about spell writing, the discovery of new runes and, and that stuff. You also met Gibble, the flump librarian, and walked through the great halls, seeing the, the various lecture halls and laboratories. You also met Professor Paleo's Perseverance, an orange tiefling, who's probably the first tiefling that you've ever met. And you spent long hours listening to your, your father talk about how, how much your study of runes and spells could put you in line to be the minister of runes in Nairin, um, really be beneficial to the family and the kingdom, and kind of any, any of your, your conversation about, about cooking and, and baking and stuff just kind of gets not aggressively brushed aside, but just like, like oh, you'll, you'll get over it. And so as the afternoon closes, he has some appointments and, and he walks you back to your, your room um, and you kind of have some space in your room alone. Is there anything you'd want to be doing kind of to process a, a long day of your dad kind of basically trying to softly but sternly dictate your next steps? So, yeah, I think does because when we first got here, our rooms were sort of stocked with instruments. Mm -hmm. or little implements regarding our crafts was our room stock was my room specifically stocked with any like sort of ingredients or anything anything that i can at least so basically what i'm asking is besky just needs to distract himself with cooking yeah and and he's kind of upset and he's like dad doesn't know what he's talking about like yes i think runes are important but not as important as the cooking i wanted to do here and so he kind of just wants to not ang upset cook or angry cook. He just wants to like get it out of his system because he's been pent up all day. Yeah. Um, I mean, what kind of ingredients would you want to have in your room? That's a great question. I think at the moment it's probably going to be, I'd probably honestly only have some vegetables, nothing meat like yet. Cause I didn't know what was going to appear there. I would assume someone who's stocking my room would kind of have any sort of vegetable vegetables there stocked that's easy to take care of yeah and i'd imagine like like any like dry there could be some like dry ingredients too as far as like 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 pastas or, or things like that okay um, yeah uh you know what i'll do i like calling it i'm gonna make some minestrone but i i call it minestronk and i'll i'll just make some uh i'll make some minestronk real quick i nice. think that's what Besky would do he'll chop up some celery he'll uh get some of the probably some the dry beans that they have soak them and then get them going and and just trying to make like a hearty wholesome meal to kind of like get his spirits back up okay maybe we're, we're gonna do a little witchcraft thing then Ooh. so i think since you're not trying to make anything like super fancy it's not going to be a, a high dc no. i think it'll be like a dc of 10 okay <laughs> you've got good ingredients which will give you a d6 okay since your your cooking is your main focus your like crafting class yeah, you'll get a you'll get a d6 from that. Okay. And are you working from a from a familiar recipe? Yes, this would it's a familiar recipe, probably one of the first recipes I've I've learned from Raj just because minestrone is like something that anyone can really put together. Um so I figure yeah, it's it's a really it's it's a simple recipe I learned from Raj. Just so those of you who are watching, we're using a a, a special crafting supplement called Witchcraft by Astrologo Press, and they have a lot of fun stuff um, where you create a crafting class that that kind of levels up as you do. 
But one of the things that's really cool is instead of a bit being a d20 roll, you gain d6s and you add them to your pool. And if you roll double sixes, you get an additional boon to whatever you're making. Um, and if you roll double ones and, and you beat the DC, you it gains a flaw. So you've got 3d6 and you have a DC of 10. So let's see what happens. All right. So I'll, I'll start off by rolling this new dice I got for Besky. So oh, yeah. I'll start with that. A six is the okay. first roll. Okay. A three and then... A five, so nice. six, three, lot or thirteen total. Yep. So, so you can channel all that energy. You make this nice, <laughs> yeah. fanatically chopping. Yeah, you, you chop that. You chop the hell out of those vegetables. <laughs> oh yeah. As you're cooking, there's a knock on your door, and you hear a, a familiar voice. This deep, kind voice of your uncle Kaba says, "Besky, you in there?" Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, in, I'm in, and he just hears like. Just fanatical chopping and like a scrape of vegetables going into a soup, like just plunking into it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he kind of opens the door, says, uh, "So I, I hear you spent all day with your father. How, uh, how'd it go? Do you like the school?" It was terrible. It was. He just kept trying to tell me do all this rune work, meet these professors, people I didn't know, and I was just excited to come here, see you, and 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 learn how to cook and and like i do like the room stuff it's interesting but it was just frustrating i didn't want to get into that today and um after he's done chopping up the celery he's going to start chopping up the carrots uh, as he's talking to kaba he looks at you and says well you know your your father has a lot of responsibility and carries a lot of weight and i hope you know he does want what's best for you ah but your path your path is your own and when you're here Nairine does not necessarily control every action that you have. My my shoulders are going to relax a bit when he says that. Like, at the moment, he's, like, tensely chopping. Now there's going to be a little bit more smoother rhythm to it. Yeah, that's right. We're we're not back at home. It's, I can, yeah, I can breathe a little bit. It's just I had to deal with them for today or for now, and things will get better. And, and then I'll take a sip out of my soup and kind of just, like, um, take a good, nice breath breath out and just like oh, thanks for checking up on me Uncle Kaba is there anything else no, nothing in particular I just wanted to to say hi and see see how you're doing I know I know how those I had similar conversations with my father yeah and and they sometimes forget that we all have a, a song in our heart that we hear here there's like a there's something some sort of magic calls to all of us that are here and would it be great for the kingdom if you could write spells and do runes and all those sorts of things. Of course, of course, it would be great. But you will not be able to fulfill your potential if you're not pursuing what you love. You can't sing someone else's song. Yeah, that's that's a good way of putting it. You always have a great way to say things. Um, thank you. I like I said, like I like the inscription stuff, but I think maybe later on I could make my dad happy by using some of it for my cooking. I think there might be something there, but yeah, I think I really just want to spend some time and, and really learn how to cook. You know, Raj was Raj was just amazing and and, and I loved loved cooking with him and, and, and I miss that and I'm I'm glad that I'm here to learn more about it. Yeah, it smells like it smells like you got some of his uh his skill. Yeah. Haven't smelled this in a in quite some time. It's almost ready. I mean the beans are still 
they still need to soften up a bit, but you can try. And I, I hand him like a little small bowl. Maybe in my room, I have like a mug. I don't have like bowls yet, maybe. And I kind of scoop a little and put a little bit in a mug and hand it yeah. over to Uncle Kaba. He takes he takes a little sip and as he drinks it, um, you see his eyes kind of kind of brighten up. He says, Besky, this is really, really good. I hope you know that. I, I have some errands to run. I can't I can't stay for longer. Do you, can I can I take this with me? Oh, go for it. Just bring the cup back. I don't have much, but yeah, totally. Go for it. Yeah, I mean I mean of of course. Um and I hope you know you can always come into my office. You can always find me if you need to talk. Maybe maybe uh once you get kind of in the swing of things with your classes, uh, maybe we could take a weekend and we can do another one of those those camping trips around oh, here. Oh, that'd be great. I miss that. As he walks out, Sepia, what would you have been up to kind of during this? The way I set it up for you is um, when when the other three who kind of went off on this adventure woke up, you were gone out of your room. So, yeah. So I think Sepia kind of has been like keeping to herself and just trying to explore the grounds in general and see what kind of like bugs and plants and terrain is out there. So she's been like wandering around at the edge of Mm -hmm. any type of socialization or society. Like whenever there's a group of students that wanders up, it kind of like looks at her, she just ducks behind a tree and starts (laughs) like scraping some of the moss off the back of the tree into small vials. So she's got like uh, kind of like packs at her sides and she's just and taking like various plant samples uh, and mm-hmm. bringing them back to her room and trying to like seed them into her pond to okay. kind of see what would grow. Why don't you roll a nature check? Oh boy. Uh, that could be worse. <laughs> That's a six. A six? It, it could be worse. Could be worse. Yeah. So kind of as you, as you go around, it's, it's a fairly clean, organized campus. Um, there, there was one place that looked like you really could could find some interesting interesting things kind of around that moat that I've described. Um, yes. But you're having a hard time figuring out how to actually get down to kind of the the moss and and fungi that are growing down there. And and so so you found a you found a little bit of of like just kind of generic tree moss growing on on the backside of some of the trees. But, makes but sense. nothing too exciting. Okay. Yeah. CP is probably like scouting out that area trying to figure yeah. out like what kind of like rigging she needs to get like some like random pieces of twine and is like tying them together slowly yeah. into like a long rope to to belay down just can't find quite enough trash to mm-hmm. make it long enough to get there yep need need some more some more fallen fallen ferns or something yep so as you get back into your room you you smell this soup kind of this this scent kind of wafting through your your common mm-hmm. room as well and you see this well, I wanted. I actually, I forgot to do this. I wanted you to describe um, what your uncle Kaba would look like. Oh yeah, Uncle Kaba. He he would have a kind of salt and pepper goatee. He would have some dreads that he would probably have kind of short, and he would wear Nairine garb, but more. If you could imagine, like Nairine garb that was kind of tailored in a sense to be more professional throughout the other areas of the world. So kind of like not essentially a business suit, but something that looks a little sharper, cleaner edges, not so much robes and dangling stuff like how uh, Besky has it, but more of a refined professional look. I think that's how I imagine uh, Uncle Kaba. Okay. Yeah. So you, so you see, you see this older or middle, middle age, older, older man walking out of Besky's room kind of eating eating a cup of soup um just 
kind of gives you gives you a nod uh, as as you walk back um, and kind of as you're coming back so is Ariadne Ariadne cause and Ashrin so as you all go back into your into your your kind of respective rooms Ashrin at the foot of your door there's a small little letter or um, envelope that just says Ashrin on it um, I'll pick it up and take it into my room. As you as you pick it up, there is a little bit of weight to it. There's something something besides just a letter inside of it. Oh, okay. So I'll set it on my desk and I'll open it. Okay. So as you as you open it, um, the first thing you pull out is a little note. It says, um, "Ashrin, it was nice to talk to someone at the tree, and your gift you left me was so beautiful. I know you said you wanted to see the Feywilds, and maybe sometime I can take you there, but this might help at least. Hold it in your palm and say Dasmosha, which you would know." Do you speak Sylvan? Yes. Uh, it means listen in Sylvan. And the other thing that's in this envelope is a small little like medallion trinket on on a just a string like twine chain that has has a a bunch of Sylvan in it and and there's this picture of like an orchid professional. So I'm gonna hold the trinket in my hands and I'll kind of run my thumbs over the orchid and then I'll repeat the words Deshmosha. Yeah. So as as you say that, you hear you hear this song start coming from from the trinket that that actually also kind of fills your senses, particularly like like smell and and you this this scent of this forest fills the air and this kind of it's like a heavier a heavy but happy song kind of kind of fills fills the air around you um, and it just kind of kind of plays for for a couple minutes and then fades away. As I'm holding it, I think, as I'm holding it, um, my eyes will well up a little bit with tears because that means that Evie is probably my first friend that I've really ever had or had had in the last few years. Um, And then it also kind of speaks to my soul. I haven't been, I was in the Elder in town, but I haven't been in the Feywilds. So feeling like I'm a little bit home and being worried about coming to the school and not feeling home in the forest that I did know, um, it feels it feels good and mm-hmm. comfortable, and that's something Ashran's not used to. So, unless there's anything else, any of you you three want to do, um, so Besky's gonna uh, once he hears like pitter patter around the kind of common room, and once everything kind of gets settled, the beans get a little bit tender. Um, too much for him to eat, so he gets a little mug of his own, and well, actually. He'll get several mugs and then the thing that he just made with some hot mitts. And then he'll walk it out to the middle of the common room and kind of just like clink the mug and be like, hey, um, anyone who wants any, I, I've made some soup and um, it's too much for me to finish, but I think it's pretty good. At least that's what my Uncle Kaba said. So there's soup in the common room. Yeah, almost like immediately as soon as you say that, uh, Sepia is standing right behind you, like very <laughs> awkwardly and like looking at you and looking at the mugs and just oh, like, very slowly oh. reaching her hands out. Yeah. Hi. Help yourself. Okay, great. Scoot a little bit off the side because she just like popped over my <laughs> shoulder. Yes. Uh, G grabs a mug really quickly and sits down kind of like off to one corner and just starts drinking uh, slowly out of the mug. And taking some of the plants she gathered earlier and looking at them and sprinkling them into the mug a little bit and then drinking. So as you drink that, and, and Besky, as you actually start to drink that, you guys both get the equivalent of bardic inspiration 
uh, as you drink it. Ooh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Magic, magic soup, man. Magic soup. Oh, <laughs> so excited. Um, and and I, I imagine Cos would would kind of pop out real quick uh, and and run out and say something along the lines of like, uh, "I got some things to work on in there, but but I'm I'm gonna grab grab some real quick." Here you go. <laughs> and I just he like just runs runs back in, slams the door. Him. Yeah, um, and like. <laughs> Ian can change this if he wants, but I, I imagine him like almost just like drinking the soup. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, like as a, as quickly as he can, so he can get back to work. Like a beer, just yeah. like tossing it <laughs> just down. No burners, uh, okay. <laughs> and Ariadne, um, actually, oh, oh no, thank you. I'm I'm off to the library again, and she kind of runs off. Bye. Ashwin's not going to come out. She's mm-hmm. going to just sit in her bed with that that song and the trinket and kind of just be content. And the last thing I'd do is go over Sepia and be like, hey, can I try a little of what you put in there? I'm always interested in new stuff. Sure. Uh, and she reaches into her pouches and pulls out like handfuls of various plants that have been kind of like mixed together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I put this one in, but maybe it was that one. Try both. Okay. And I try both and I make a mental note for later. And that's kind of what I wanted to do. Mm. They they add some good flavor to it. Um, these these little mosses. Sweet. They get thrown in. So kind of after after you guys have this this little soup meal um, and Ashrin has her, her moment in her room, you guys have, um, excuse me, you all have um, a much more peaceful night's sleep. Um, there's no whispers in the back of your minds. There's no more screeching. Though as you rest... In the morning, you're all awoken by some crashing outside of your common room area, and you hear, "Oh no! It, I swear, I just had. Oh, Peleus is going to kill me! It was in my hands just a moment ago." And you hear someone moving stuff out of out of like you hear um, chairs sliding, a panic search. I definitely come out to see what's going on. Yeah. So as as you walk out, you see you see a human, male, olive skin, short brown hair, brown eyes just like on his hands and knees, flipping up cushions, moving things out of the way, just kind of that same muttering, oh, oh my gosh, where's, I need, I need this, I need this, where did it go? Um, and as, as he sees, you, did you, have, have you seen any, anything, have you seen a, a book floating away, running away? Uh, did I hear you right? Did you say a, f- a book, book running away? Yeah. Mm, nope, that hasn't been something I've seen this morning. Oh no! This is not good. This is not good at all. I I need it. it I listen. I I was I was walking. I was walking from my room. Uh, doesn't matter. We can knock on everybody's door and make sure nobody else has. That that would be that would be great. Um, I I just I fell and bumped and and it went down past your your rooms and I was hoping someone saw it. Ashwin is going to knock on Besky's and Sepia's doors and kind of like through the door. Hey, there's there's a a running book. Have you guys seen one? Oh, huh, what? And uh, I'm going to walk towards the, my door and open it up. And I'm going to be in some sort of like jade minty sleepwear. Uh, what's a running book? Is that what I heard? Is that? Is that what's going on? Huh? Uh, I think, yeah, that's what they said. Running, running book. Okay. Yeah, it was, I, 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 I fell over. I dropped the book and then like there was wind and, and it just left. 
and went went down kind of your hall. Uh, Sepia pops her head out, and she is completely soaking wet for no apparent reason. <laughs> um, and looks over, and she and she says, "Maybe you just wanted some alone time. Maybe if you let it, you know, it, relax for a bit, it'll come back." Oh, oh, I don't know of any books that do that. Um, to be fair, I don't know of any books that run. Same. That's that's. Would y'all would you all be willing to help me find it? You. And, and kind of as 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 he looks at you, is you you were part of that group that you you fought those those monsters outside of the school, right? Yeah. And so you can do stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can. I've I've dealt with slippery books before. They're not fun. So so you have experience. Would you please? Would you help? <laughs> okay. Sure. Great. Um, I don't know what to do. Okay. Well, the first best part, I think, from what I've encountered before with slippery weird books is um what's the book subject because sometimes you can find the book by where what they're about it's 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 yeah of course of course it's it's vera vera glade shadows guide to mushrooms and other magical fungi i look over to sepia (laughs) um i'm not the best at fungi and stuff but i had something in soup last night that was from sepia and it seemed more towards that I mean, we can look. They're normally just in dark places. Do you know any place dark? Well, I or I, musty. The, the, there, there's some places like kind of deep down in the in the Great Hall. This is a really, really, really old castle. So there's like dungeons and yeah, like uh, those kind of places. I wanted to say dragons. There's no dragons there though. <laughs> yeah, I knew you were going to say. I was like, mm, well, well, okay. <laughs> Brutal. But I've had this book for I've had this book for over over a year, and it's never run off before. It's never shown any sign of being alive. Mostly just read it. Did you say anything to hurt its feelings? No, I, I was I was literally just walking to mm. to I I was going I was going back to to um Professor Perseverance's laboratory and Okay, how about we uh we trace your steps and Sapiov, you can keep an eye out for places that are dark and musty. Great. Um yeah, maybe we'll find what we need to look for. And I'm going to give me a second and I'm going to go back into my room and like change to my proper robes and then get my staff and then double tap my staff to produce light on top of the staff. Should I have this on or off, Sepia? Uh, on is probably fine. Okay. Um. And kind of as as you walk out, I would like all of you to give me a perception check. Fourteen, eight, twelve, twelve, fourteen. So so Sepia, the one thing you do notice is there is as you look down one of the halls that connect to your common room, there's like um some some just random papers that are floating through the air like a gust of wind went past them. That looks like part of the book over there. Yeah, I, I hope it's not part of the book. I hope I hope none of the book's missing. But maybe we should maybe we could follow that. That way, that's one of the ways to get to the Great Hall from here, I, I guess. Okay. Um, uh, as we're going by, can we like grab any of the fluttering yeah. pages? Yeah, they, they all eventually they settle, anyways. Um, they're just they're just kind of like ones ones blank, ones like a a, mm. a note to a crush. Um, you know, typical typical okay. academy academy stuff. Um, it's like no, these these. These weren't mine. I don't. I don't know. I don't know those people. 
Okay. Um, uh, Sepia just starts collecting the papers and like <laughs> folding them in weird shapes and shoving them into her pouch. <laughs> Ashrin's going to try to be friendly and she's very awkward. So she's going to be like, yeah, wink, wink, eh, weird <laughs> smile. They're not yours. Uh, uh. Uh, uh, are you okay? Should we? Oh. Let's, let... Uh, yeah, I'm fine, and I'm going to blush and, like, kind of pick up the page and kind of mock what Sepia's doing just to try to be a little cooler. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, yes, mocking. Doing what I am doing is cool. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> cool kids. So as you, as you kind of walk out, follow this hallway down, it leads out into this quad where Ilva Hall and the, that singing tree, um, the magical tree in the center of the, the building is there. Again, you all kind of, every time you're around this tree, you feel, feel that sense of magic. There's, there's more groups of students out here than you've seen, seen thus far, though. You notice, you notice something interesting is in the direction of the Great Hall, there are three different students that have like recently been knocked over and are like kind of dusting themselves off, trying to clean, clean themselves off and just kind of looking around like, what just happened? Um, hello? Um, did you folks see a book passing through here? One closest to you is a, is a half-elf. She looks at you and, and, and says, I, I didn't see a book. I was just, I was walking around the, the quad and something hit me like in my, in, right below my knee and knocked me over. It was, I, I didn't see what it was though. Oh, uh, do you know which way the thing may have went? Uh, I heard other people falling point and points towards the, the, the great hall. Okay. Uh, I think we found a direction that we need to go and I'll go into like a light jog and try and follow the path that that person pointed. So as, as you all are going, the, this, this human who you found in a fluster says, Oh, I should have said, uh, my name's Tiflin. Um, thank you. Thank you for helping me. Hopefully we can, we can get this this done if if i'm i'm not actually i'm only good at making potions so i don't know if i'll be that helpful but i i really appreciate your help um and you you enter into to the great hall you see more signs of like papers fluttering a few more people have been knocked over um i'm not gonna ha- make you force you to make any any checks to to do too much of this but you do come to a point where it goes down the this this kind of failure following of people and stuff goes down some stairs and starts going deeper into this castle. It starts getting darker. There's not people around. It's a little bit damp. You do notice things like a few like different mosses and, and fungi kind of growing down here. Like it's it's not used very often. And it comes down to a room that has three three different hallways and you you can't quickly see which way the path continues. So I'm going to look over to Sepia. Um, which way do you think you would go here? I think the darkest one, the one that seems more humid. I don't know. Uh, darkest and more humid is normally preferable. Okay, that's a little musty. 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 That's great. Let's see if we can find the most musty one out of the three here. And I'll try and like use my my chef's nose. <laughs> okay. And like try and smell for must. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
why don't why don't you give me give me a just a, a straight perception check? Okay, perception check for Umami. Got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Natural twenty. Okay, that'll, that'll work. <laughs> kind of as as you as you smell around the far left hallway, really really has a distinct odor coming from it. A real nice mustiness. Um, as you step in, it's like even the walls. You can even see there's like actually like condensation almost forming mm-hmm. on on the on the walls where there's just like this kind of constant dampness. And you also see in some of this moss that's growing on the ground, there are footprints that are tiny, like maybe three or four inches each foot. Okay, I think I found where we're going. This this direction smells a little like. You know, like some oysters that are left out for like an hour or two. I think this is the way we want to go. Okay. Yeah, so you so you continue down. Do the footsteps look like they might be Nick's? Are they the sprites? You can roll a roll an insight check. Um fifteen. What you remember from, from Nick's from Nixie is mostly flu. Mm. So that that doesn't seem likely. Okay. So yeah, you, you continue down and as you as you go down this leads almost into like catacombs where it is it is built out but less of the like nice castle architecture and more caves and you hear the sound of running water and drips there's stalagmites and stalactites kind of in here there's a few spots of like some some strange blue glowing fungus or or moss or something some underground plant life and as you get into this large, large room, I will need everybody to make one more perception check. 14. 19. 7, I think. Ashrin, as you are walking, you hear some light, slow footsteps behind you. Who is directly in front of me? Uh, we didn't really establish a party. I would say for the sake of this check, you're in the back. Okay. So I'm going to tap on, I'll tap on Sepia's shoulder and I'll kind of make the quiet and then the quiet with my finger on my lips and then point back behind my shoulder. So as, as you look, there's just a big green eye, maybe 20 feet behind you. Is it like a floating eye? Is your, is light still on your, your staff? Yeah. Light is, light is on. Um, you can see the silhouette of a small, maybe three and a half or four foot tall creature that's hunched over. Mm-hmm. They have like kind of claws, one big eye. And as you turn and look, it makes eye contact with you and blinks and just tries to be still. It's it's basically possuming. Hey there, buddy. It looks behind itself. Looks at you. Hi. What is uh, buddy? Friend, pal, swamp mate. Why are you here? We're looking for a book, flying book. Hmm. Have you seen it? A flying book? Or a walking book? What makes it fly? The strength of its inner convictions? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't fly, so I assume it has something I don't. We're all magical. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Besky's gonna freeze a little bit and slowly turn around once I hear Sepia speaking to somebody. I'll do the same too as Besky, pretty much at the same time. Yeah, so as you all turn around and look at this this strange strange creature, it's got like 
spikes coming out of its back and it looks at you, Ashrin. And I need you to make a deception check. One, not natural, but I got rolled a two and I have a negative one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So as it looks at you, its eye keeps just blinking, tilts its head, looks closer in, at you, and you feel something kind of in your in your mind. It says, um, you're, you don't know your parents. No. Floating books? What do you know about them? They left, right? In the forest. Yes. How do you know that? Your mind told me. You're reading my mind. Reading? Your mind is full of magic. Hmm. I don't... Get get out of my mind. Okay. Floating books. What's in this floating book? Um, I think it's something about... Mushrooms. Mushrooms, right? Yeah. And moss, I think. That's not very interesting. Yeah, well, it might not be interesting to you because you kind of live here and do that stuff, but not everyone knows about it, and so they get to learn. So it might be interesting to other people to know about places where you kind of live, which is here. Learning is good. If you want to know more about things sometime, bring me something interesting I might be able to tell you more things. I reach into my bag, and I pull out the donut that I had hid in there earlier. <laughs> Wait, who made that? Oh, uh, we stole donuts earlier. It's it's a whole story. Oh, that's so cool. And I reach it out to this creature, but I don't, like, throw it. Like, I want this creature to come near us. It takes a couple steps towards you. Kind of comes, it's like head swaying back and forth. <laughs> Smells it. And that's not interesting. It kind of backs up away. Hey, hey, uh, Sepia. Do you still have that stuff you you sprinkled in my soup earlier? Yeah, I don't think he's gonna want it though. Really? Uh, okay. Well, that's my idea. I mean, we can we can try, but maybe we should. I mean, new friend, do you know anything about the book, or or no? Yes? No. I need something more interesting. More. Magical. Keeps just kind of swaying. I take out one of the animals in my... One of the carved animals in my mm-hmm. bag. And it's just a little rat. And I hand it over to him. Or reach it out to it. Mm-hmm. Does it... Is it similar to your otter? Oh, we didn't discuss if I only have my otter or if I can make all of them come alive. Roll an arcana check. It looks at it and says, It's a start, but it is not magic. Put it back in my bag. Uh, Do you promise to tell us what you know about maybe the book? Promise to tell you something. Uh, That's better than nothing. And I will hand over, I'll break out my, my meteorite and like my little chunk of meteorite and hand it over slowly like you can look at it for now but i need it back and i hand over the little meteorite right rock i have it takes it and it starts it stares at it it's it's like smelling it it even licks it a little bit oh oh, okay (laughs) this is not useful to me but it is interesting can you do something with it and gives it back uh i definitely can 
So I'm gonna take the little, I'm gonna take a piece of paper out and I'm gonna write, if you can see this message, we are friends. And so I'll write that in normal script and then I'll kind of spit, turn around, around away from him and write something else on there. And then and say, hey, we are friends. And essentially just using a listener script to kind of show that there's nothing on there. And then when I touch the rock onto it, uh, once I'll hand him the piece of paper, and then once he grabs it, I'll touch the rock on it, and I'll say we are friends. So as that happens, he kind of his one eye, like kind of lights up. That is interesting. There was a small creature that ran down, points points to a to a hallway, and there is a someone who looks more like like you three who ventures down here every once in a while. They have many many magic that they do not share often. Well, thank thank you for letting us know that. Uh, what does this other person look like? Like you three. Okay. Does he look more like me? Or look more like Sepia? Or look more like Ashrin? Mm. Same shape as you three. Okay. Well, that's fair. What kind of magic things does he have? Oh, I can't share that. Mm. And what's your name? <laughs> I don't want to be rude. My parents always told me to ask someone's name. I once asked me that question in a long time. My name had a name. You can always make a new name. There, it's 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 looking up in the like it's trying to remember something. There, there, Theros is that is that a name? I think so. Yeah, it can be. Maybe that is my name. Okay, we'll call you Theros from now on then. Mm-hmm. If you ever want to learn more about the school, bring me something interesting. I've been here for a long time. Do you like food? I like magic. Or moss. How about magical food? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've never had that. I didn't bring any on me today, but maybe next time I'll leave some out here for you. That would be interesting. Yeah. I'll do that. I'll do that tonight or tomorrow. Mm. We may be friends. Yeah, I think I'd like that. Your little creature is probably getting away. It was quite fast. Okay, well, hopefully we get to see you again sometime soon. And I, I think I was leading the way before, so I'm going to lead the way again. Mm-hmm. Going off in the direction that he's, he spoke into. Mm-hmm. As we walk away from it, I'm going to like circumvent it. I don't like it because <laughs> it was in my mind. And I don't trust it. Good call. That's fair. So as you follow this path down, you it opens up again into kind of this wider, maybe 60-foot room. There is one more tunnel, and on either side of it, there are two strange plants that don't kind of match the, the fungus look of this place. They actually have leaves um, and even some flowers on them. Uh, it's very red, kind of on either side of, of this 10-foot entrance to this cave that goes a little bit further down. Can I inspect the plants or look at them or anything? Because you said there's two, and they are they. I know they're two different from the biome or the fauna, mm-hmm. flora rather, flora in this area. Can I kind of see? Can I maybe tell any aspects of them? Give me a nature check. Sure. And how how are you inspecting them? Honestly, Besky's mind would probably process them more as an ingredient or what kind of benefits or adversities. It would give via consumption 
Okay. And then he would probably see what it was actually, what the plant was actually about. So first the cooking aspect, and then second kind of whatever else other aspects of it. So you said uh, what type of check? Uh, nature. Nature. Okay. Ooh, not that good. Six. As you go to approach it, you feel a sense of heat, and uh, what's your what's your AC? Ooh, you know I'm just a basic warlock. Eleven. So as you as you reach out and kind of start investigating it, you take uh, five slashing damage and two fire damage <laughs> as this plant reaches out and slashes you, and you feel this like almost fire burning. Uh, We are going to end this episode and see what you uncover underneath the school next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Faith Forge Academy. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a five-star rating and review for a new podcast that is worth more than its weight in gold. We also have a Patreon if you wanted to get additional content like character journals, sneak peeks, ask the cast sessions, and more. I also want to say thanks to this amazing cast, so uh, why don't y'all let the people know how to find you? Uh, hey, I'm Kai, Stoneflight underscore Kai on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, I am a part of this and a part of Cobalt Press, uh, where we play in the Margrave on Sundays as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm Emily Harmon, Emily J-E-A Harmon on Twitter. Uh, I do stuff. Uh, the most recent stuff was 12 Days of Midwinter. Uh, it's an anthology of D&D adventures that are all wintry themed on DMs Guild. Yeah, um, you can find me, Michael Gritz, on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram. I have a TikTok, I haven't really used it. it I've done nothing on it. I just want to watch cringy videos on it, honestly. Um, and uh, yeah, other than that, I'm doing outdoorsy stuff here in Spokane, and that's it. So that's that's me. Yeah, and I'm Steven. I'm at the underscore bad DM, and I am the DM here at Not Quite Heroes podcast and one of two for Tabletop Galaxy. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at Fayforge Academy to stay up to date on releases, live streams, anything the cast is doing, um, and all that fun stuff. So thanks for listening again, and we'll see you on the internet. Theme and background music by Dave Cole of The Four Orbs. To find more music like this, search for D. Cole Music on YouTube. Additional sound effects and background music found at zapsplat.com and tabletopaudio.com. The FaithForge Academy is proud to be a part of the Fundamentals Podcast Network. For more great podcasts and other fun content, go to thefundamentals.com. <laughs>